Hello and welcome to my podcast, The Life of a Young Struggling Schizophrenic. I got good news today. I'm actually going to, uh, I got approved for an apartment, so I'll be moving into an apartment downtown Spokane. Um, hopefully I'll be moving in tomorrow or Friday, Monday at the latest. Um, what are we going to talk about today? Well, today I was in a lot better of a mood. Uh, the voices are gone again. You know, it's kind of funny. I I find them kind of comforting and kind of, I, I got so used to them being there, even the negative ones in the negativity that I, I miss them when I don't have them. But now that they're gone, I, it's so much more cumbersome when they're back. Um, so having a good day today proves to me that sleep is something I definitely need a, a good amount of time each night or else it's just haywire. Medications or not. Um, it makes me wonder if the voices would be more manageable without medications if I get on a regular routine and have a good sleep schedule. I'm not sure I want to try that right now, but it might be something to think about in the future. Uh, tonight's going to be mostly just a brief check-in. It's not going to be as long of a, or at least I don't believe it's going to be as long of a episode as last. Um, let's see if there's a story I can say at least. Uh, there are so many adventures that I've been on. In, in my life, and I, I do have to admit that I was getting high um, for most of them, uh, or at least feeling the effects of the drugs are coming down. Uh, I am a recovering, my, a recovering addict. My, my drug of choice was meth. Um, now I can say that I don't drink. I don't do drugs. Not even marijuana, nothing like that. And my mind is so much clearer. And it's only been just over 90 days. Um, so just for you who might get triggered by this podcast, I will be speaking of drug use because that is a part of my life, or it was. It was a part of my life. It is not anymore. But if, if it's going to trigger you or anything like that... Uh, Maybe this podcast is not meant for you, but it's a part of my story. It's a part of, it's a part of where I am today. Just as all of my life has been, it's led up to who I am today. And if I gear my intention and my actions correctly, it, it, no matter what, it will be a part of the better person I am tomorrow. Um, I want to talk about a time when I lived in Seattle. Seattle is so much different than Spokane. I, I don't know what it is or exactly exactly what it is, but I like it, but it's different. It's, it's, I feel like I'm more aware when I'm over there or like things are more obvious, more clear and not just physical things. Like there's, there's a whole different level of spirituality. It feels to me in Seattle. Um, but I want to talk about St. James Cathedral. Now, a part of me 
doesn't want to talk about it because the way my brain works or part of the way my brain works is there's a negative connotation to every little thing. Like there's a negative thing, a negative hidden meaning behind every simple thing. But there's also a hidden positive meaning behind every simple thing. So it can, it's, it's like what I do on this earth I can do the same exact thing on a different plane, and it means something different. Um, I'm, I'm, but anyways, one night, I think I had not used methamphetamine for four or five hours, and I went to St. James Cathedral on First Hill. And... There's the front entrance, but if you go to the left and just follow the path, there's a little gated off area, and in it is a wall of stone with little panels and compartments, a tree, and a crucifix. Well, let's skip forward or backwards a couple days. I was hanging out there one night. And a security guard told me, it is trespass for you to be here at night. He did not say it was trespassing. He didn't say I couldn't be there. He specifically said, it is trespass for you to be here at night. And I found that interesting because trespass, that is a trespass against whomever. It's more of a spiritual connotation to me than trespassing, which is being where you're not supposed to be at a certain time. But it is, he said, it is trespass for you to be here at night. That was a couple nights before, but a couple nights later, I went back and I went to that area and I climbed the fence. And as soon as I climbed that fence, the best way I can describe it is the spirit was in me. And my inner spirit awoken. I climbed up on the gray, the gray stone wall. And it was a little bit of ninjing I had to do. But I climbed up there. And I went to under the crucifix. The lights that shone up on the crucifix were so much hotter as in physical heat, than the lights that you would normally feel. It is like those lights were from God himself and filled with the Spirit. They were so warm. In the way that I was happening to sit under that crucifix, the light was shining right on my genitals and my butt, and they were too warm. I had to take my shirt off and place it under me to try to add another layer of protection. It's weird, the whole time I was back there, I had an erection, and not just like a normal, like, oh, I got a woody, and it's, it's just like, no, I had a full-blown hard-on. <laughs> and that's something I usually can't even get with the aid of Viagra. And I was just filled with this energy so much so that even my penis was filled to the extent. And I sat back there in that little area for a good five hours. Near the end, just before the sun rose, 
I heard the voices. It sounded like voices of maybe 16 to 20 year old boys talking. And they said, I'm surprised he's not masturbating yet. And I thought to myself, why would I be masturbating back here? This is a holy place. <laughs> but it was interesting that I felt that way. I felt alive. I felt just pure. I felt whole. And near the end, and with, with my genitals being fully erect as they were, I did think <laughs> I, I could totally jerk off right now. But I didn't want to desecrate that place like that. And I had thoughts going through my head and I heard voices. They weren't troublesome, but I heard them as though there were spirits in other planes or spirits that were there on a different realm that I could hear. That is what the voices are to me. But a lot of the times they are negative, but some of the times they are not. And they didn't trouble me. They didn't bother me. They were just there. I had radical acceptance of what was going on and I felt, I felt good. But I, I ended up climbing out before I got in trouble. And it was it was just an interesting, interesting night. Uh, I haven't really told that story, but it, I, I don't even know what that place is. I know that it's barred off from the public. I don't know if you can request to go back there or if it's somewhere Prisco. I do have thoughts about what was behind... Those stone, that stone wall with the paneling of different boxes. To me, I think it might be plagues or something. That's, that's the best thing I could think. Is at the end times, those will crack open. And a plague or something would be released. And I do know which one will open first. I felt it. I knew it. Somehow I just knew it. Uh, that's my story for this time. I think we're at 10 minutes and some seconds. But thank you for joining my podcast. Something that I forgot to say on the last episode that I will be saying this time will come shortly. But thanks for listening. Uh, be sure to like, subscribe, comment if you'd like. You can email me at schizostudios at iCloud.com if you'd like. But thanks for listening. Tune in next time. And goodbye for now.